0: Welcome and thanks for listening to 9 and 10 News Focus, brought to you by Lake Effect Digital. I'm Kevin Essebaggers. Nuclear power. Some people love the idea of it, some people fear it, but the fact of the matter is Michigan has a long history of producing nuclear power. Even in northern Michigan, the Big Rock Point nuclear power plant operated for years in Charlevoix County before being decommissioned in the late 90s. And the Palisades plant in southeast Michigan was shuttered this year in May, but it could produce power again. New Jersey-based Holtec International says they want to reopen Palisades, and Governor Whitmer gave her support for the plan, citing jobs and clean energy. Nick Culp is Holtec International's Senior Manager of Governmental Affairs for the Palisades Nuclear Generation Station, and we talked about what's happening with the plant right now. Nick, I just wanna start with a little bit of history of the Palisades plant and how long it had been producing nuclear energy in Michigan.
1: Um, Palisades began commercial operation back in 1971 when the plant was built under Michigan Utility Consumers Energy. Uh, The plant operated well um, for about 50 years until it shut down in 2022 under then owner Energy Corporation out of Louisiana. Uh, in 2007, the plant was acquired by Entergy from Consumers Energy um, under a 15-year power purchase agreement. And cons- when Entergy came to Michigan, they came in as a wholesale entity, meaning they are not a regulated utility, um, which means that they did not have customers um, in the traditional utility sense. You were not, as a residential customer, getting a bill from Entergy for Palisades Power. Instead, they had a 15 year agreement with the state utility consumers energy to sell all the the electric that the plant produced um, at a at a uh, agreed upon rate. That 15 year agreement expired in May of 2022, which coincided with the plant shutdown. Um, The shutdown announcement was uh, due to financial challenges uh, because it was a wholesale asset and not in a utility rate base at the time. The plant shut down on May 20th of 11 days prior to its scheduled shutdown on May 31st that was due to a component uh, cooling rod drive seal that would need to have been replaced and given the short window of time. uh, To do the required work and bring the plant online, the conservative decision was made to take the unit off 11 days early on June 28th of this year inter and Holtec International, my company, uh, signed an agreement or closed an agreement to transfer ownership of Palisades to Holtec for purposes of a safe and timely decommissioning of the site.
0: And so it has not been producing power since May 20th. Uh, I, I assume that there's a whole process that has to go into, into place then when you're decommissioning a plant uh, that, that is now underway at Palisades. Correct.
1: That, that's correct. Um, so Holtec came came in, uh, acquired ownership of Palisades. It is the, I believe, the fourth site that they've acquired. Um, they've uh, now have ownership of the Oyster Creek facility in New Jersey, the former Pilgrim plant in Plymouth, Massachusetts, the Indian Point Energy Center in Buchanan, New York, which is approximately one hour outside of New York City. Uh, there are three units on that site for decommissioning, and then their most recent acquisition was the Palisades plant in June of this year. Um, the decommissioning process, as you say, it's it's a uh, lengthy process. The federal government allows 60 years, that's uh, six zero, to complete the decommissioning work at the sites. Um, because of Holtec's expertise um, in dry fuel storage and its, uh, its strong supply chains and industry operating or industry experience in the decommissioning field they have said that we will complete the decommissioning of palisades within 19 years so that would be completing palisades decommissioning by 2041 uh, which is just over four decades sooner than what would be required by federal law so really um, it's a very timely decommissioning of the site and of course all federal state and local regulations need to be followed through that process
0: Right. It's not a matter of turning off the key and walking away. This is uh, much more complicated than that. But now we're looking at the possibility of stopping the decommissioning process and turning the power back on at Palisades. Uh, can, can you get us up to speed on the latest developments um, on the possibility of Palisades, once again, producing clean energy?
1: Well, absolutely. Um, it's, no doubt your readers have seen things in uh, the news media over the past couple of days. Um, Palisades, I will tell you, at the plant right now, we have 200 nuclear professionals, and their day-to-day, week-to-week activities are solely focused right now on the decommissioning of Palisades. Uh, we are a plant in decommissioning. We're on that track. Um, we're going to continue down that track with all the necessary planning uh, that's required, and, unless if we're told that something has changed. Now, the uh, item that you're alluding to, uh, last week we saw a a letter from Governor Whitmer um, announcing her support to U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, um, our former governor, uh, expressing support for a civil nuclear credit program application that had been filed by Holtec. Uh, This is funding that was made available under the bipartisan infrastructure law. It's a $6 billion fund to help existing nuclear power plants continue to operate. And we're currently moving down a path, working with our state and federal partners to see if there's an opportunity there. And as you, and as you noted, um, if that application were to be successful, um, that could potentially provide a pathway for the restarting of Palisades. Um, There's, quite a number of hurdles after that application approval if that's received uh, that we'd have to go through as well um so that that conversation is ongoing
0: okay and obviously building a new nuclear facility would take decades uh and we have these facilities that are already in place that are in the process of of decommissioning um you can see where it would make some sense to at least look into the possibility of of reopening some of these plants but of course uh safety is always a a concern um on that front uh how concerned should people be about the safety of of an aging nuclear power plant producing power once again
1: yep very good question and and real quick i'd just like to go back to a point that you made this really is about bridging our state and our nation's energy needs right now. It's no secret, um, whether you're looking at places like uh, California, which seem to be in more dire straits, or even here in the Midwest, um, the available amount of electricity is running thin. um, And we need to see more new generation come online. Uh, The concept of a repowering of Palisades or a plant like it would be to to bridge the gap between where we are now what our needs are, and Wait until that next generation of technology is ready to be deployed. Um, So it it really is sort of an interim step to just make sure that Michigan has the electric that it needs. You're seeing across the country a trend of electrifying our economies, cars, electric vehicles seem to be the most obvious industry to point it right now where where the nation as a whole is starting to trend in that direction therefore our electric needs are going to increase and uh again just being a bridge technology um base load generation that means palisades or a nuclear plant like it it's running at a capacity factor of greater than 90 percent that means when you need it it's there uh day or night whether it's 20 degrees below or if it's 120 degrees outside uh, whether the wind's blowing or the sun's shining, it's going to be one of those base load sources that you can rely upon for the refrigerator, for your air conditioning unit, and so forth. So it's a reliable source. And then also um, the focus on zero carbon, carbon-free uh, nuclear power plants, such as Palisades, produce roughly zero greenhouse gases. Um, so as we talk about moving away as a country, potentially from fossil fuels and looking toward a gl- greener, cleaner energy future, it checks the box. It's, it's safe, it's reliable, it's clean.
0: But on, on that safety front, for those who are concerned about, you know, there's nuclear material involved and this is an, an older structure, uh, you know, people might wonder about the safety of, of bringing something like this online. Um, just, just wondering what you tell those people.
1: Sure, well, when Palisades shut down in May, Um, we were operating in the NRC's highest safety category, uh, column one, which means uh, the plant's running um, at that highest safety level. Um, And it also means that uh, there's been millions and millions of dollars that we've continued to invest under Consumers Energy, under Entergy, and if in the future, if the plant were to to reopen under Holtec, um, those investments would continue. Um, it's a about every 18 months, we have a scheduled refueling cycle. Uh, we put a lot of money into preventative maintenance. So while the facility itself um, is over 50 years old now, uh, the components that are in there uh, are not, and we continue to invest heavily into that. Um, so we did finish in column one of the NRC's uh, action safety matrix, meaning one of the safest plants in the country. Um, That's really a credit to uh, the workforce that's there and continues to be there. Um, If the plant were to restart, those are the same folks that would be running the facility once again. Uh, We also were regarded by our peers in the industry as in the top quartile, one of the top performing plants as well. Um, And as I noted before, it's, it's really a testament to the workforce and the investments into the site.
0: And in addition to boosting domestic energy production, if, if Palisades is once again operating, uh, this, is, this is jobs. We're talking a substantial number of jobs in southwest Michigan, correct?
1: No doubt. Um, that, is, that is the other uh, pillar of this argument that's being made for why repowering Palisades may make sense. Uh, prior to shutdown, we had 600 full-time employees at the site That's gone down to 200 today a decommissioning organization tends to be a leaner organization. Uh, We don't have uh, nearly the same demands that you would for an operational facility. So you have seen the workforce change over the past couple of months, and that's pretty typical for any power plant and decommissioning. Uh, But we, you know, 600 jobs, so we would need to rehire. Under the case of repowering, we need to bring back that workforce Um, during our refueling outages, which I mentioned before, not only are we investing heavily into the safety and reliability of the plant. um, We're bringing in somewhere between 1000 and 1500 additional workers, a lot of those folks come from uh, local union halls Um, Palisades is a major union employer. Um, so, it's it's really a boon to the local economy. Uh, in addition to just the direct jobs and those supplemental jobs, that has a ripple effect in the economy. Uh, plants tend to, uh, you know, it's whether it's a gas station, a restaurant, uh, the grocery store, the barbershop, the employees are invested members of their community and they're using all of those resources and putting their dollars back into the community. Um, in addition, nuclear power plants like Palisades tend to be the largest taxpayers in their taxing jurisdiction. Um, so obviously that would be very important to the local taxing units, whether it's the township or the County, the local college or the school districts, uh, the public library system, they are all beneficiaries of a, a plant and operation. And then lastly, too, just with that, um, with that operational focus and that larger workforce, there's a charitable and philanthropic component that comes with that as well. Um, our. Palisades employees are, are known for being engaged volunteers in local civic organizations. Uh, they're engaged as parents with the local school districts, sports teams, uh, city councils, you name it. So there's this social effect as well that comes with a plant and operation.
0: All right. And finally, Nick, I just am wondering if, uh, if there's a possibility of reopening Palisades if you don't get the civil nuclear credit, or is, does this pretty much hinge on that level of government support to make this happen?
1: Right, very good question. As I mentioned before, the reason the plant shut down in May was due to those financial challenges operating in that wholesale utility or that wholesale non-utility space. So the uh, uh, successful application through the Department of Energy's uh, Civil Nuclear Credit Program would be an essential first step. There's also a number of other hurdles to reopening the start, including reopening the plant. Um, including financial commitments from the state of Michigan. Uh, we would be investing heavily in maintenance and capital improvements at the facility for a longer term operation. Uh, we would look to procure a power purchase agreement, similar um, I, similar in concept to what what is uh, in place under Entergy's operation to ensure that it remains financially viable for the long term. Um, we'd also be making some other upgrades at the site. There'd be uh, reconnections to the switch yard And then lastly, finding a partner that we could work with, an NRC licensed operator for the restart. Um, And then, you know, a couple other things, there's personnel, uh, there's acquiring fuel, uh, a number of other items on the list, but that successful federal application and support from the state in terms of financials and uh, PPA would be essential.
0: But Palisade's story may not be coming to an end. We'll have to to see what happens. Nick Culp from Holtec International, thanks for taking the time to talk to us.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: And on the way out, Governor Gretchen Whitmer's statement in support of reopening Palisades uh, in a press release on September 9th said that while we await a final decision from the Department of Energy, we will continue efforts at the state level to create and protect good-paying jobs, compete for more economic development opportunities, and boost domestic energy production. I'd like to thank Nick Culp from Holtec International, and thank you for listening. I hope you join us again as we take a closer look at issues in the news affecting northern Michigan. 9 in 10 News Focus is brought to you by Lake Effect Digital.